Are we on? We're on. This oh, okay. is it. It's you want to say it with me? One. What are we saying? Two. Come on. I don't know. If you don't know, you, I'm going to give you two seconds to think about it. One, two, three. Let's, Let's do, do the, the damn, damn thing. thing. Oh, See? I got it. You knew. It. Come yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, they only said that's that one. 18 times in the episode. We need so. to keep a running tally of it. Yeah, that's a drinking game this time around. Yeah. How many times they say, let's do the damn thing. Yeah, whew, that's uh, not since, like, did I do that has a catchphrase been so <laughs> grating. Did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> I like that catchphrase. Did I do that? <laughs> Did you like it, you know, a thousand times in? Yep. I feel like they should have done an episode, like a darker episode, where Urkel murders someone and wakes up in a cold sweat and is like, did I do that? Did I do that? (laughs) I think that Urkel should have had an equivalent phrase. Yeah. But like... I did that. It um, should have been more confident. It should have been whatever, like... Jean Blanc or whatever the <laughs> Haiti guy's name is. He teaches her to say, oh, it's let's do the damn thing in, in French. En français, yes. Uh, en français, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I believe it's pronounced La Croix. Sorry, wrong show. Any Southern Charm listeners out there down for a crossover podcast? <laughs> I will not be participating. You can get Katie in on that. La Croix. Okay. Um... Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back, and we've missed like we you. we were just here. Each and every one of you, we're glad to be back in your ears again. Uh, can we all express a little bit of shock at the fact that, uh, <laughs> I don't even remember who the last Bachelor was, but I know they're Ari. still together. Yeah, Ari and Ari Lauren and still Lauren together. They've set, set a, a date. date. They've registered at Target. <laughs> Did they register at Target? Is that a promotional deal? I'm assuming deal? he lives in Scottsdale. Sure. Well, Where I'm, do you register? I was going to say, like, that's a smart move for whatever the store is. Like, Ari's wedding. Registry at Target. You could go online and see what they had registered for. Shitty stuff, I'm sure. I think Ari yeah. would literally Fondue get pots. people mailing him shit if he made his <laughs> registry public. <laughs> One box of human He's shit. Been banned from Minnesota. <laughs> there was that. Come, was it um, Cards Against Humanity that would mail people like cow shit for you? I don't know. Yeah, we should look into that. It's a business model, right there. I yeah. think. I mean, it's taken already, but it's a pretty good business model. I bet Mike Pence got a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of that delivered to the Pence estate. Mm-hmm. There's another one here, Mother. Mother, there's another one here. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh, shoot. There's some shoot here. <laughs> Mother. Oh, gosh. Oh, goodness. All right. Um, so let's get rolling. Track. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we open. Strong start. Strong start <laughs> to the show. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I don't know. This is the start. Here we go. Let's do it. Um, Becca's talking to her family. Uh, before we get started, mm-hmm. I just, I just want to say... I am bored already. These guys. So I actually have been noticing. I do think that they are doing a better job, perhaps, at picking gentlemen that are geared towards the specific bachelorette. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like these guys, a lot of them do seem well suited for Becca. Sure. They yeah. seem really boring. They do seem boring. I mean, we've got and a Becca's few. Becca's boring. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's very Can boring. Can we talk about her promo? ad before yes. we even get into well, the episode. Well, let's do it. That's it's getting into the episode to talk about Ugh. our promo ad. 
she says, I'm just like your normal average girl. That's true. Yeah, she is. That's true. You know what that means? You shouldn't be on television. Well, that's the thing is, there's nothing wrong with being a normal average girl. And honestly, if I was on TV... Did you get it? I would be, yeah. Sorry, I think so. gang. There's some there's some fleas. Fruit flies. <laughs> no, fleas. They're fruit flies interested in my in the wine. white wine and my pinot. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's nothing wrong with being a normal average girl unless you're trying to be on television, and then you're boring. I even think. I mean, she, I don't know. She just lacks a certain as what is his name? Is it Jean Blanc? Jean what Blanc. It, yeah, as he would say. A certain je ne sais quoi. That's also what uh, LeFou would say about Belle. A certain I don't know what. <laughs> um, because I think that jo- JoJo to some extent, but certainly Rachel, like, oh, yeah. tried to pass themselves off as like just normal gals. But they also had charisma, and I right. feel like Becca's lacking that. Right. I'm just not interested yeah, in Yeah, she her. just doesn't have much of I don't dislike her. I just don't need to watch her be on television prove us wrong Becca. yeah prove us wrong prove us yeah. wrong well and she's totally coasting on the like sympathy thing um you know that's a lot of the reason why this is happening at all and that's gonna wear thin yeah after a while you know this like i'm, I'm sorry about what happened with ari i did receive a link today from uh, my friend jeremy about how ari is now disputing the editing of that breakup, he says, even though they portrayed it as live, it was heavily edited. Whoa. And he, Whoa. I know. And he, Ari, you better tread lightly. <laughs> that's a very serious accusation, Ari. <laughs> <laughs> very serious. And that they told um, him to, like, sit on that couch and just wait. When Chris he, Harrison says, sit on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Harrison said, if you stand up, I'm going to break your fucking knees, Ari. <laughs> Um, speaking of serious accusations vis-a-vis Bachelor franchise, can we talk just for a split second about uh, Meredith? Do you remember? You don't know who Meredith is, do you? Meredith was one of the very first Bachelorettes. Okay. She dumped Bob Guinea. Okay. And then he became the Bachelor. Okay. She was, I think, the second Bachelorette after Trista. And I read an article last week that said that she... Uh, claims that she was, so she had like hurt her back or something. Oh, the masseuse thing. Yeah, yeah. that the masseuse like sexually assaulted her and gave her like a pain pill and she passed out. Oh, and then no. And she woke up in the bachelor mansion and the masseuse was like assaulting her. Was, now was the masseuse, because I thought I read that the masseuse was a woman. Uh, Is that correct? Uh, got a little woman on woman. Yeah, assault. man. That can happen too, Ryan. Yeah. I'm I'm just saying, yeah, that's uh, not all men, guys. (laughs) Should we cut that out? Hang on, we're going to have to take a break because Ryan just got really turned on when he realized it was a female (laughs) masseuse that was doing (laughs) assaulting. It's a serious serious accusation, a serious situation. Let's get back to uh, Becca hanging upside down on that ropes course. Yeah, okay. So point made, Becca's boring. Right. I do think she's very pretty, so I don't think it's going to be an Ashley situation where the guys are like, we get to go on The Bachelorette, this is awesome. And then two episodes in, they're like, yeah, you're not that hot. 
Yeah, and they're going to be making a bunch of jokes about her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they the guys seem to be excited about her too, and seem well, to be. Well, of course they are because she's hot and boring. <laughs> There's nothing men like better than a hot, boring woman. Is there? Is there? <laughs> prove that is me right. Wrong. I prove don't think wrong. this season is going to prove you wrong. No, I doubt it. Um, all right. So, did you have anything else you wanted to say about the uh, promo? Mm, so, I was referring to the one that came out maybe like a month ago, like the uh, initial. Oh, okay, where it was just her like holding awkwardly a rose. white yeah. girl dancing. Yeah. And yikes, we cue in this is America right here. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I just feel like she's uh, she's like dorky, yeah, which is fine. Maybe she's adorkable. I don't think she is adorkable though, she's not like Kendall was adorkable, mm, right? No, Kendall was quirky and manic pixie dream girl. Though I thought adorkable was manic pixie dream girl. Mm-mm. That there was a strong overlap adorkable between those Adorkable is Zoe Deschanel in the new girl. But Zoe Deschanel is also magic. In 50... Five, 50 shades of gray. <laughs> yeah, she's in, in uh, 50 shades in of gray, Zoe Deschanel. In days of summer, I feel like she fits that role, but not in the not new girl. Not in the new girl. She's no. too like, awkward and she's insecure. An, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Oh, you guess? No, I'm so, I... I'm convinced. I hadn't thought. I had thought that those were synonymous things: to be adorable and to be a magic pixie dream girl. No, they're really different. I think. I get. Well, yeah, I guess that's true because the magic pixie dream girl part of it is that like she doesn't really have any needs or anything. You know, like that she's just there to make the guy feel better. You know, like that's part of the that character's role in a movie. You know, whereas an adorable girl needs more reassurance yes yeah anyway boy 10 minutes in (laughs) i think that's a sign of how boring uh becca is yeah so in the um actual episode you're right they'd still do some promotional material she's doing aerial yoga yes that's not boring that's anything but i feel like throughout the whole this whole segment they just needed to have a basic bitch hashtag like floating <laughs> like bouncing across the right. screen like scrolling across the bottom like a news crawl mm-hmm. yeah when it gets right in the corner everybody drinks oh. all right so then the league of bachelorettes gets assembled which i found exciting uh, wait i want to say that when we open she's talking about her dad so they initially she's talking with her family about her dad's death and then they immediately segue into a discussion about Ari, but that's not clear oh. on the episode. So the mom is just saying, like, I think that whatever was supposed to happen, <laughs> happened. And, like, for about three <laughs> seconds, it sounds like she's saying that about the dad dying. That's the problem with the passive voice right there, mm-hmm. right? It's unclear who the agent is. This is what we tell our students, right? right? I don't. Yeah. I'm too cool for that. <laughs> uh, guys, this is the issue with the passive voice. It eschews uh, responsibility and agency. Mm-hmm. Um, creates uh, unclarity. Anyways. You don't have to say it in a nerd voice. You can just say it in your regular Which voice. Which is my nerd you... voice. Oh, snap. You got me. Um, you got me. Yeah. They assemble the League of Bachelorettes. Yeah. Uh, do you think they have like a phone or like a signal watch that goes off to get the League of Bachelorettes like Batman, together? Like- yeah. They shoot a symbol into the, right. the sky. And they all assemble uh, in rose. one place. <laughs> a rose silhouette. 
It's a giant sugar bear vitamin. <laughs> That's what they all take um, before they all assemble. Um. Yeah, I do. So they picked kind of a random group. Right. I thought that we were going to see again, like, uh, little girl Becca and Kendall and uh, whoever else, that Caroline. <laughs> little girl Becca. It took me a minute to figure out who you were talking about. You know. Yeah, no, I do know now. Um, um, yeah, we're in her that overalls Becca and eating a big is manic sucker. pixie dream girl. Yes, that's there you the go. difference. Yeah. This Becca is adorable. Yes, that's right. Um, yeah. Anyway, I thought that they were going to bring in like her current bachelor sure her crew, her squad. And instead, I do think that it's smart to pull the three bachelorettes that are still in solid relationships. Right. And the girls are right. They make a point to say that um, the gir- the Bachelorette tends to have a better track record. Yeah. Oh, they make no bones about well. it. I really liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, 100% women are more intuitive. They trust themselves. They know what they want is mm-hmm. the quote. Um, I really enjoyed that. From JoJo. That. I yeah. miss JoJo. Yeah. I like yeah. JoJo. I like JoJo. I, like I would Rachel. take Yeah, I would take any of those Bachelorettes again over, uh, over Becca. But yeah, I enjoyed this little segment, Sisterhood of the Bachelorette. Um, and they, our stats person already knew this, but all of those former bachelorettes gave their first impression rose yeah. to the guy they ended up with. I didn't know that. I Me thought that neither. I actually, that I was like, huh, that's interesting. Yeah. I thought the first impression rose system was total bullshit, but this lends it some well, credibility. It's interesting because with the Bachelor... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, listener, but uh, I think with The Bachelor, it almost always is like a bad thing. Right. Well, and I mean, we, ha- we don't really have any stats on whether The Bachelors are with the person they gave the first impression rose to, because what, like three Bachelors are still with somebody? Oh, three is yeah. <laughs> That's a generous I'm, assessment. I believe it is yeah. only, what's well, we're assuming, Sean Lowe. We're assuming that Ari and, you know, we're giving them the benefit of the doubt for right now. Um but yeah, I did think that that was an interesting stat. Fascinating. Um, this is the type of thing that you can delve even more deeply into when you go on your sabbatical in the story. That's right. I can start running the numbers. <laughs> Get an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, take that, Nate Silver. <laughs> um, yeah, they sage the mansion, mm-hmm. which basically... Just looks like a giant blunt. Yeah, which uh, one of them points that out. Yeah, they set off the fire alarm. Yeah. So the mansion is cleared. Like, sorry about that sexual assault, Meredith, but this (laughs) sage is... This uh, sage, uh, yeah, cleared out the... It's going to take more than that sage to clear out the bad juju or the bad jojo from that... Oh, they sage Becca's private parts. They did. Yeah. I missed it. Like, <laughs> How did I miss that? They brought in that masseuse to do that. <laughs> no, they like wave it in front of her. It's a joke. Okay, no, no. I mean, I, I get it. I just you think I would have caught that? Yeah, I totally. It's like when that uh, that bra shot in the bowling alley that I couldn't stop talking about <laughs> last season. Still talking about it. Still talking about it. Still coming up. Day-to-day conversation. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, I I don't know why. (laughs) Um, Um, All right, we get into some of the gentlemen. You want to, should we dive in? Sure, yeah. Yeah, we got Clay. Clay, football player, who says he doesn't fit the stereotype. Which I assume means he's not going to violently beat her because of some sort of 
head injury. Right, yeah, he doesn't have CTE, undiagnosed CTE. Yeah, you do, Um, bud. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just be real. All right, let's be honest. You do. There were two footballers. I guess we'll get to the other one later, but they introduced... Footballers? Footballers, yeah. (laughs) Isn't that what they call them? Yeah. Um, Clay says he's been told that he's a big sweetheart. Yeah. I do like him. He yeah. seems really sweet. He was helping his grandma up the stairs. Yeah. Oh, uh, interesting information. Paid actress. That grandma? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had some dirt. Earlier you were bragging about how you had some My dirt. dirt. Yeah, I This was. is gonna, the Clay thing is kind of like when Geraldo, uh, <laughs> and Katrina was like shoving his way to the front to carry somebody out of a house. <laughs> It was that kind of situation. That's not his grandma. We've got Garrett. Who just loves to have fun. Just a fun guy. He did a weird accent that I didn't... Was it like a, a I, impression of I somebody? I said he does yeah. some sort of imitation. Yeah, for a minute I was worried he was going to be this season's waboo. <laughs> I know, I thought so too. <laughs> it doesn't look like that's it's how being, it's going to pan uh, out. Because Garrett's different from the chicken suit guy. Right. There were a couple of... A um, couple of gimmicks going yeah. on, as always. He's from Reno. Basically, he just wants someone to go fly fishing with. Yeah. Intel on Garrett. Here okay. it is. Are you yeah, ready yeah. for this juicy tidbit? Yes, hit it with me, juicy morsel. He's a morsel. terrible person. Okay. So somebody tweeted um, a bunch of pictures of things that he had liked. Oh, no. Like, uh, is this like a Lee situation? uh, (laughs) Yes. It didn't look, like, as blatantly racist. Yeah. Um, There was, like, a, this is what liberal women look like, and this is what conservative women look like. And the conservative picture was that, um, who's that terrible blonde girl? Tomi. What's her name? Oh, yeah. That woman who... Yeah, I know who you're talking about. So it was her in like a swimsuit. And then it was like a really overweight woman wearing like a I am a feminist shirt. Oh, no. Um, oh, look. Okay, here we go. This is it. Sorry. Sorry, gang. I'm pulling it up. Oh, so that yeah, I see. see. So he liked a... Oh, maybe... This is what was on my mind. He liked one of the pictures that's accusing... Oh, no. ...students of being a of crisis, being crisis actor actors. from the Parkland shooting. Ah. Uh, a picture shaming uh, boys for putting on makeup. Oh, oh no. God. I didn't even see that one. Something about kids climbing over the wall. I don't even quite understand this joke. Um, but yeah, I mean, just like this. So he's an all great. So terrible he's a terrible person. person. It's not. This is actually worse than Lee, I think, in some ways. Yeah, he's not making this the terrible jokes. And but. moving, skipping ahead in the episode, am I correct in remembering that that's who she gives the first impression yeah, to? Ooh, that's yikes. right. Yikes. Ooh, yeah, you that's might want to Google him first. Yeah, check out all their tweet handles. That would be interesting, actually, if she like. God, you know, like they had to give their social media profiles. It should yeah. be more like a job interview yeah. now, like references. Or not even a job interview, but just like what you would do normally if you were going to yeah, date someone. that's right. You would look just at times their... 25. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, I would like to see more of that. Although it's, you know, you have to point out he didn't post that stuff. He just liked it. So I feel like that's an interesting thing where like... You could, I bet you could still look at his Instagram, his page, I see, and, and not he catch wouldn't, it. Yeah, yeah, not catch that. Yeah, 
Anyway, all right. Yeah, but, so total but monster. Plus side, he likes to fly fish. <laughs> he just grew up hunting and fishing with his dad. Just a good old American boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Um, speaking of good old American boys, we've got Jordan, the professional model. Whose brand is the pensive gentleman. Jordan, that's my brand. <laughs> I am the pensive gentleman. Uh, I thought he was um, joking. I thought I actually, when he first started saying all this stuff, I thought, oh, I'm going to like this guy. Because yeah. he's like being, uh, I thought he was making fun of himself. Yeah. He, clearly, as it appears later, he, he was is not. not. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agreed. For a while, I was like, oh, this is funny. Well, then he has that thing where he says, I could see Becca and I on the couch with sweats, a tub of chocolates, watching a chick flick. A lot of models won't do that. And then in a stage whisper... I do that sometimes. <laughs> and I, I don't want to say this in the wrong way. I was getting kind of gay vibes from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I um, I thought the same thing. I mean, it's so we have to insert the not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong in, with that. Unless you're on The Bachelorette. Like, you should be <laughs> on a different show. Yeah. And that's great. They have other shows um, for right. that. Yeah. yeah, I got the same thing. And obviously, uh, heterosexuality occurs in many different types of, Absolutely. of people. But, um, or is performed in many different ways. But I had a similar impression. Sometimes um, you just get a little bit of a yeah. little bit of a vibe. Yeah. Um, we have Lincoln. Oh, that must be my note that says Nigerian guy is hot. Yes, that is the, Lincoln. That is Lincoln. Yeah. Yes, I he liked is. Him. Yeah, he. I mean, he's basically his thing seemed to be I do like sit ups at an angle, which is awesome. That's I look the, good and I do sit ups. Might as well make it sit up. Well, and especially if the other and guy's has a thing, hot accent. yeah, especially no, if the other cute. guy's thing is sitting on a couch with a tub of chocolates. <laughs> yeah, but he's a male model. I understand that, but I mean, honestly, Lincoln looks more like he should be a male model than uh, than Jordan does, as yeah, far as like someone little, you actually want to look at. A little bit of a chub for Lincoln. I'm just saying, he's a handsome gentleman. I agree. Speaking Everything's- of. Speaking of great guys. Fluid. Speaking a lot of, of fluidity going on. Speaking of great guys. I'm listening. I'm, Joe. No, the, I don't want to talk about it. It's too soon. It's it's too raw for me. Yeah. Too soon. Okay. So um, there was a... You just close your ears because we got to recap this for your mom so she knows what we're talking about. Uh, Joe, who owns a grocery store in Chicago, charming. Best, literally best guy I've ever known. Best, <laughs> best, part, best human on the planet. Um, I loved him. Yeah, I loved oh, me too. Joe. Oh, gosh, please let him come on Bachelor. In yeah, Paradise. or he. why isn't he the Bachelor next time? Why on earth would you keep Jordan, the male model, over? I mean, why would you keep that hair guy over Joe? Right. Well, and why? I mean, so Joe not only appears to be quite handsome, but That's like funny. runs a business, like yes. an actual. Like we were saying this earlier when we were talking about this over dinner while we were ignoring our children. Mm-hmm. He actually contributes to society in a tangible way. Yeah, and which he is more than we can and say. Funny. You yeah. know who I figured out that he kind of reminded me of? Who? Um, from the Mindy Project. Uh, what's his face? Oh, Danny? Yeah, Danny. Oh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Even, mm-hmm. uh, I guess he's from New York. When but he yeah, talks about how handsome he is and he yeah. winks. Yeah. I love, I've loved him. Yeah. Well, he Even had that. looking just at their profiles, you can, you guys, y'all can ask my friend Katie. Um, I will. Yeah. yeah. I we're going to, we're going to put her on the line. We'll put her personal <laughs> contact information. I gave like my top four or five yeah. and he was in there. Yeah. I've liked him from the get go. Way to go, Becca. 
You dumb bitch. Once again, boring. That was a bad yeah. choice. And you know, he doesn't like uh, shitty posts about uh, shaming yeah, boys right. for wearing makeup. But you and... go ahead and give that guy your first Yeah, right. Rose. Yeah. And by the way, Twitter didn't like it either. No, Twitter was up in arms. Everybody yeah. loved Joe. Yep. Which is, he also made an impression in a very short amount of time. Because mm-hmm. he didn't get a lot of screen time or anything. No. Which is, that's how likable he is. Big mistake. Um, Huge. So, uh, Jean Blanc comes in. Gets a Trump dig. Yeah, that was says great. Says that he's from Haiti. And it's, in fact, not a shithole Yeah, country. that was excellent. Mm-hmm. Good job, Jean Blanc. Um, then he kind of uh, goes downhill from there. He right. says that he is a... Collector of accoutrements. Did he call himself a colonosaur? Yes, he and did. Went, okay, great. I couldn't tell Which if I had coined that the, myself. No, no, okay. no. That is the best uh, mashup of phrases we've gotten on this show since that one guy came on and said he was a posturepreneur. <laughs> I want his... Ha- I don't think that his tag is colonosaur, but he, that seems be. like a missed opportunity. Of course it is. Yeah, of course that should be what it is. I agree with him. He says you can tell a lot about a person by how they smell. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with yeah. that. You, but also by what type of watch they wear. I wear no watch. I, I wonder guess what you can he would think about, about those me. rich watches that Rachel and... Uh, Oh, yeah. Remember, she was that Brian Brian, Rachel have, and Brian yeah. She's like, I'm treating us to these. Like, I don't know if he would like those. That I don't know. Yeah, it seems like it's trying a little too hard. How much was that cologne that he put that he was wearing? I didn't catch it. Yeah. Later when he comes in, I mean, she does say that he smelled really good. Do you think they prompted that? I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, that know. seems awfully coincidental. He does. You can almost tell just by looking at him that he smells really good. Like, you can almost see. I wish we had smell-o-vision. Honestly, like smell of vision is the technology is there and I wish that we had it. He looked like a like a rich man's den, like the way you would think that that would smell. Oh, he looked I see, yeah. Like that's how I picture mm-hmm. him smelling, kind of like cedary yeah. and a little bit Oak. like a pipe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very sophisticated mm-hmm. scent. Yeah, I agree. Not a cologne that's trying too hard because there's a lot of colognes that smell like a cologne i don't think any of his colognes smell like cologne okay you're not a cologne sewer well that's what i'm saying i don't own any of the cologne i own one cologne that you bought me you don't own that fifteen thousand dollar cologne that he has i don't that tiny little yeah (laughs) it's (laughs) it's made from condor tears original (laughs) jesus blood (laughs) this is uh holy water all right uh leo comes out of the limo with a giant ponytail which i was actually really digging sure yeah his hair looked a little bit like yours yeah a little bit he uh she says that he has better hair than her sister well then he lets it down and it's this like tumbling yeah curly mane no she said that he has better hair than her and oh. his hair reminds her of her sister. Of her sister. That's it, right. You have hair like my sister. Gotcha. Want to give Becca's sister credit for having good hair. Um, and then after he leaves, she says he has way better hair than I do. Um, oh, and I should say, we've segued by now into them actually coming out of the right. limo. Jean Blanc was the last, like, No, we skipped previous. Colton. The um, mm. other f- professional football player who even, oh, he, metaphorically ooh. walks away from the football as he talks about how he walked left, away, walked from, away from the game. From being a footballer. Yes, <laughs> from me. I can't be a footballer anymore. And um, now he runs a charity. This guy's a front runner, right? Yeah, Am sure. I right? Well, and he has a great dog that he was cuddling with, so that was pretty great. Um, yeah, so nothing really, but so we can get to... Um, 
we can get to the guys coming out of the limo. Um, okay, so what do we have? We already Leo got... Leo comes out with his yeah. hair. Jordan, uh, the male model, makes a point to like... She's like, hello. And he buttons his jacket. He adjusts but takes his a really long yep. time before he'll yep. like talk to her. Yeah, he He's gets... He's just weird. He acted like he was still like backstage ready to like that's something you should have done in the limo like that seemed like something you do before you go on the catwalk um there was a guy earlier named grant who all i have about him is he looks like matt damon melted hmm. yeah so keep I an like eye that out could for have that. been three or four of them honestly. <laughs> right it will look like he looked like the wax figure like the Madame Toussaint's or whatever that's called, wax figure. Uh, I'm sorry, the who? What is that? No, say it what again. What is that, Madame Toussaint's? What Ma- is that? Madame Toussaint's? What is that wax Madame place Tussaud? called? Madame Tussaud. Madame Tussaud, thank you. Yes. Um, like that wax figure was left in the sun and then was turned into Grant. Um, all right. Um, I do want to note that Jordan says that the tap beat of his shoes is the heartbeat of a gentleman. I heard that. I would like to get you shoes. Sir, that sound might like... be a poet. <laughs> <laughs> you know poetry, and uh, this guy, you could really do something with his work. You yeah. could workshop him. Uh, he tells us he's. Oh yeah, this was one of my favorite moments in the episode. Oh. Um, so he tells us first he spent six hours hand selecting everything he's wearing, and then he said, "Just by wearing gray, I will stand out." <laughs> and then the producers brilliantly cut to the next guy, Ricky, also wearing a gray suit. And then Ricky comes in, and Jordan says to him, "I'm glad to see another shark skin suit. We're elusive. We're swimming at our prey." <laughs> Just an amazing sequence. I feel like that's the kind of sequence that I'm watching this show to get, basically. Yeah. You know, that's what I want out of it. Not romance or a happy ending, but just moments like that. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. I got. I, I was satisfied. I got what I wanted. The lawyer? come. The, who's the lawyer? Nick. He come, Nick mm-hmm. comes in wearing a race car driver outfit. Yeah. A suit like Ari. And then he pulls it off. He tears it off to reveal a suit underneath. Yeah. I said that he looks like a like villain from an eighties movie, like oh, the rich yeah. kid. Yeah, the guy who's going to turn the summer camp into a golf course, like yeah. that kind of guy. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um. All right. Uh, there's a man bun. Mike is he's the guy who brings the Ari cutout. He does. Leo felt that this was a bad move. Do you agree? I thought it was okay. I feel like Leo was ultra critical. Yeah. Um, I mean, you would think a stunt man like Leo would appreciate someone taking a risk. <laughs> I I feel like it depends on how you do it, and I mm-hmm. thought it was kind of clever to be like, now he has to stand here and watch you, right? Because he was like. remind a girl of her ex real smart (laughs) but uh i don't know i mean i i don't think that he needs to bring that cut out to every day sure yeah he he just leave that outside and that's the end of the gag yep yeah Um, or like throw it in the pool or something on the other hand this cow that blake rides sure yeah just stick around the rest of the time yeah no he um we miss. I guess we just stopped watching behind the final rows, so we missed all the guys coming out and doing their thing. Um, but yeah, Blake apparently put her on a horse in the past. Yeah, now, we were just like done at yeah. that point. I have to get a refill. Can we pause? Yeah, let's pause. Back, you're full again. You got another refill. glass of rose. Rose, everybody. rose all day, y'all. Am I right? You're right. You are right. 
so we forgot to mention Garrett, who uh, came in his minivan. Was that Garrett? Um, yeah, you know, the first episode, I always just kind of, I mean, I don't know who the fuck any of them are. Sure, you there's know? so many of them. Um, and yeah. they all have, I mean, Mike, Jordan, Joe, right. Trent. Like, they all have kind of similar names. Well, and as, as another Jean example... Jean Blanc, I remember. Sure, right. Well, and as another example, so I have a note in here that says that some guy named Ryan plays the banjo. I don't even remember that. I don't remember that at all. I'm pretty sure <laughs> you made that Apparently that up. happened on a show that I watched last night, but no. Um... Lincoln brought cake, which I like is a good move. I feel like it's a good move to bring like a little something for the bachelorette to eat. I don't think she actually ate any of it. You're but... right that someone came in a minivan. Okay. Yes. That Lincoln brought cake. Yeah. I I liked that move. I thought that was good. Uh at the point that we're at, this is where I asked you, is this a millennial thing to wear no socks? Right. Yeah, you asked me that because several of the guys were wearing no socks, and then and what then happened? And then Jordan, is that the model That's guy? the model, yep. He, I mean, I hate to be on the same wavelength as him on something, but at one point he says, put some socks on, okay? Yeah. And I said, I agree. Um, why are you, why is this a thing? Are they, I'm on, it also just, um, I'm curious. Do you wear sure. no show socks? Do you have right. literally no socks on at all? Are they barefoot in those loafers? That's what it appeared like to me. But the other question is, That's why is it desirable to not have your socks showing? Like, why would you wear no socks? What kind of socks, socks do you wear with sh- like sleek loafers and no socks? What do you? What do you <laughs> Did I just say socks? Yes. Pants. Okay. What kind of pants do you wear with that? I, you're asking the wrong guy. Because I feel like usually they just come in a suit. Like, why would you not just do that? It's right. Easy. I don't know. Maybe that's a thing for the kids these days. We'll need to get on that. We need to get our millennial millennial uh, audience members uh, tweet us or whatever it is you use to communicate these days. Look, um, here's a bunch of hip. I just googled gang. Wearing a suit without socks. How to go sockless with a suit. YouTube video showing us how to do it. Oh, GQ is telling us how to go sockless with a suit right, right. now. This is the... Wouldn't the, question, wouldn't the answer be don't? Nah. Uh, slick your hair back or wear it messy. There's something that will always be cool. This is what GQ says about going sockless in warmer weather. Interesting. You're t- you can... There's... No way in hell that you could ever carry this look off. Well, I can't even carry off a regular suit. <laughs> so, I mean, to go sockless uh, in a suit is too much. What, we got Orlando like Bloom? Have to, um, hem your pants at a really awkward length right. to show off the fact that you're rebelling. I was going to say, is this sort of like a, like when women's ankles were like setting in all at Twitter? <laughs> like, is this the... The male version of that, like just a glimpse of ankle, you know, gives the people what they want. Um, oh, here's some good advice. For okay, you here's some tips. All right, one, make sure every tailored item you have on isn't slim cut to the point of being tight. A loose shirt or relaxed suit will take the 2010 vibes right out of the bare ankled look. Two, go for black dress shoes instead of brown. Black feels more slick, less 
heritage bro than brown. I wear brown it, dress shoes. You, Do I all, look you heritage get told bro? All the time that you look heritage. Bro. Yeah, it's true, and I mean that is what I was going for. So, <laughs> are they kidding here? This is the la- the third and last tip: slick your hair back or wear it messy. Anything but that severely parted old timey bartender look. Apparently, this is a sincere article. I think you have a old timey bartender look. No, no, that's not. (laughs) I mean, that would require combing your hair at all. Um, I think Jordan might. Jordan might have the old timey bartender look. Anyway, I agree with male model Jordan. He would know. He would know. Wear socks. Yeah, wear socks. It's a nice. It's a nice occasion. It's a nice thing to do. Well, that's what he like said. This like is not the occasion. I when I come occasion. to family events in jeans that are ripped and my grandmother is very offended. <laughs> it's exactly like that. Imagine if I wore no socks. Bet you paid extra for that. With shoes. Oh, she'd have something to say about that. She'd have something it. to say about that for sure. Um, all right. Anyway. So um, a guy named Jason from Seattle comes up and says... I've got a handshake with my friends back home, and basically Ooh. goes like a bop, 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 and then they, and then he like kisses his hand. He kisses his hand. Uh, he kissed a hand. But well, there's a big difference between kissing his hand and kissing her hand. Yes, there is. But imagine if it's a dude on the other end. I guess you're right. That's true because this is supposed to be identical to the handshake he's he doing with, with his, his heritage with bros. His- <laughs> Back home. Uh, All right. Well, anyways. So, I mean, and then I think that's the last we see of him. Yeah. I don't think he makes it. Um, um, Jake. Oh, oh, we got to talk about Jake because she knows him. Right. So he looks like I said a cross between Jason Lee and Pee Wee Herman with a little bit of Alan Cumming thrown in. Oh, uh, yeah. I saw the Alan Cumming too. Nailed it. Yeah. That's exactly who it is. Um, she knows him from Minnesota. Right. But this is so when and they we went had... ice fishing together. <laughs> when we had Fred on the show, because that was the parallel you saw immediately. R.I.P. Fred. Poor Fred. Poor he never Fred. got his due diligence. Well, but in contrast. <laughs> is that what that phrase means? Yeah, yeah. Jake. He never got his just reward. <laughs> <laughs> we got a fair shake but jake and like this is just boring like she barely yeah. knows him there was no spark when she met him there was this just i don't understand why they did this i don't know what's yeah and i said as becca i would be a little annoyed that that you missed a slot for a guy who just immediately she was like dude we've met before i know right. you don't like me right i don't really like you like yeah. what yeah well so and I she think was that annoyed. that's a sucky move on the part of the whoever let him on the show the producers right. i guess yeah i mean you could tell at least with fred rachel was like i don't know if he's the same bad boy sure. that he was at summer camp right. 15 years ago Well, and there was like an interesting tension Side between note, them still want to know what fred did. sure right <laughs> still all the, this a year later well and that's the thing is that was interesting and there was like some mystery here nothing mm-hmm. like they saw each other at a christmas party and she's like nothing really happened and then she's like we've met before that and he's like i have no recollection of that <laughs> This yeah. is the beginning of a great relationship. Great season. Yeah. And so she I mean, I do think that it was a little bit of an overreaction on her part to be like, You're gone. Well, right. Why not just cut him at the end of the night? I don't really know why you had to go out of your way to cut him in advance, but whatever. Um anyway, so we also uh speaking of shoes, uh 
Jordan tells one of the guys, "Cheers to the loafs, bro." As a, a, yeah, what appears to be all a compliment. Yeah, without sh- socks. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so uh, the chicken guy. We have to mention the chicken guy, guy, David. In a chicken suit. Yeah. I said he was cute. Yeah, and chicken he guy's gets cute. several good puns in. Like, several good chicken puns. I mean, over the course of the episode, I think at least seven or eight. Oh, yeah. It's pretty impressive yeah. on the first night when you're not getting a lot of screen time. That's right. <laughs> well, you got to <laughs> angle for those chicken puns. you got to work hard. Um, Chris brings a gospel choir. A full gospel choir. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then Becca has to awkwardly white girl dance to the gospel song. Just like she did in the promos. It's a fun. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. Um, oh, and Chris also was like singing along with Yeah, did he you was getting that? into it. Yeah. Oh, man. It's Barney Stinson style. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, who else? Trent shows up in a hearse. Oh, yeah. I somehow. Because I think he I... says that he literally died when he found out she was a bachelorette. That's the wrong use of that right. word. You want to do another grammar lesson? I mean, all it is is, no, you didn't. Right. You, you're you still alive. You did not literally die. I get... <sighs> yeah. Come on. Come on. And it's it's too late. This has been covered extensively. People know now that they're using literally wrong. Or they just mm-hmm. don't care. Chris doesn't. And Trent that's doesn't worse. Care. Yeah, Trent doesn't care. Um, yeah. So then we start to m- move into the cocktail yeah, party. Yeah, into the yeah, evening. All the guys yeah. are here. Can we just talk about how there's always at least a couple who are like, man, the guys just keep coming. Right. It's the same number every season. Every time. Every season. Right. Well, it's just like... Every season. There's just a lot of dudes here. I wasn't expecting this. Well, they're the same kind of people who say, like, things are getting really serious. Like, later that night when people start getting cut, like, man, now it's getting really serious. Yeah, guys who have nothing interesting to say at all. And I do think they producers probably prompt, like, very, um, (laughs) like, basic narration of what's going on. You know, so I don't think it's entirely their fault. Like, would you say more guys are coming? Yeah, I would say more guys are coming right now. Is this the number you expected to be here? It's a little bit more than I expected. Right. <laughs> are there still people coming in the door? Yeah, people are coming in the door left and right. <laughs> um. All right. Harlem Globetrotter guy. Yeah. Criston. Yes. What's his name? <laughs> uh, Criston, I believe. Yeah. I believe it's pronounced Criston. <laughs> I believe it's pronounced Madame Toussaint. I believe it's pronounced <laughs> Lacroix. <laughs> Um, he is here. Oh, yeah. Can we talk? We missed, just speaking of people uh, speaking French poorly, Jean Blanc Blanc makes her say that French phrase, Yeah, yeah. Let's do the damn thing in French. Le bleu bleu, the blue blah. The blue blue blah. The blue blah. The blah blah blah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Becca sounded like, actually. Um, Um, Clay brings molding clay. Oh yeah, it was cute. He, um, yeah, it was cute. I feel like his, like that looks like what I make out of play doh when we play with our children. Yes, Um, which is what I make out of play doh looks worse than what they make out of play doh at this point. How are you supposed to craft like? Oh, oh gosh, that looks just like me. It's not going to be like the head in uh, the hello video with Lionel Richie or anything. Titanic. Sculpt me like one of your French girls, Clay. <laughs> uh, um, 
He gave her massive breasts. Did you notice that? No, I didn't notice that. No, actually, okay. I th- I thought you were serious. I thought it was like when I missed them saging her private parts. I apparently I missed a lot of <laughs> innuendo in this episode. So there was a guy, and I I mean I gotta say, from the um, original promo pics, he's been on my radar. Okay. Of, why the f is this guy here? Because he's not super cute. He's got a weird eye thing going uh-huh. on. He kind of looks like. Don't take this the wrong way. Okay. Thinking about your childhood photos. Yeah. Like what I would have expected you <laughs> to look like. Well, I'm glad I dodged that bullet well, then. I, I mean, ish. Yeah, ish. Yeah. yeah. Not, not, still not great. Sure, right. But better than this guy. It's the guy who suspected Chase of. Being there for the wrong reasons. No, that's reasons. Chris. That's gospel choir guy. Oh, okay. This who is guy this guy? Is the guy who created the app for Venmo? Oh, yeah, yeah. So suddenly you're like, oh, that's why you're here. Well, but is it like? Couldn't that guy seems like he should be doing fine on his own, right? Uh, what do you mean? Like, I'm sure he's no, got I'm money. Saying, like, you know, that's why oh, I think I see. he's here. That's yeah. his. That's his quality i'm just saying i feel like if you aren't as good looking but have money like there's probably better ways to find a spouse than going on the bachelor i think there are probably better ways to find a spouse <laughs> for anyone for to anyone. find a spouse yeah. than to go in the bachelor um the chicken guy is cute someone the guys are like really put off by the fact that he's in a chicken right. suit they're very offended like everyone who's like, like oh if I if lose I to get, the chicken. Which, it's like, you know he gets to take it off, right? Right. Like, like, it's not, he's not going to wear that forever. Yeah, that's yeah. not molded to his body. <laughs> he's not some sort of human-chicken hybrid. <laughs> uh, I would like that, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's time for that kind of trans-species uh, way to push this in a new direction. Uh, movie idea. Avian flu. Oh, that turns you into... Like partial partial bird, or like that's the only way to survive to get immunity, and so people have to make the terrible decision about whether they um, convert to being half chicken or get the flu. Hmm. Hollywood, they're listening right now. Big time Um, producers listen to this show. (laughs) You've got some time. (laughs) You're looking to get some people back in your court. Um, yeah, Garrett fly fishes with her in the bachelor pool, which is cute until you realize that he's a terrible Right, that he's a horrible monster. Uh, that does win him the first impression, Rose. Yes, it does. What else do we want to talk about with this? Uh, I feel like not that much interesting happened. We do need to discuss this Chris Chase situation i guess yeah this is when this comes up so chris says that chase is from orlando they're both from orlando chris is friends with chase's ex-girlfriend although chase claims that they like dated for a month they barely dated like two years ago two years ago but he goes on so he was one of the early viewing gentlemen and his ex-girlfriend saw Chase on the show, texted Chris, said that he is not there for the right reasons. Not there for the right reasons. Wrong reasons, Siren. (laughs) 
so Chris takes it upon himself to sleuth out this situation. Mm -hmm. Is he indeed there for the wrong reasons? He asks Chase about it. (laughs) And of course Chase said, you caught me. I am here for the wrong reasons. He did not. (laughs) Yeah, surprisingly, this conversation did not reveal that Chase was there for the wrong reasons. Um, Yeah, I thought this whole thing... It was just stupid. was stupid. Yeah, I mean, what did Chris think that he was going to accomplish? I feel like at least wait this out. Yeah, like she might not even keep him past the first night. I don't know. I agree. I mean, I do feel like Chris did not think that... So Chase's whole idea was like, I'm going to get ahead of this and just tell her about it, which is not a terrible idea. It's not a terrible strategy. But I feel like Becca was like, okay. Right. She just didn't know how to... um, how to deal with it. Well, there was also no information on either guy's side. Like, Chris didn't have any particulars about why he was there for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like Chase was dating someone else mm-hmm. or seemed to have something that he wanted to get famous for. It was just no, like No, that was it. She said that uh, he was there to revamp his marketing company. I just, like... Really? That's your strategy? <laughs> Let's hire that marketing company that was on The Bachelor, everyone. <laughs> I don't know. That was as specific as it got. It seemed like a pretty thin accusation. I agree. Yes. So she sends him home. She sends Chase home, keeps Chris. Um, that Although that's at the end. But I think we're nearing we're the there. end. We're there, yeah. I mean, Good Lord. Jake gets sent home, like we said. Um, he tries to fight it, says that he has had a transformative year and that he's a different Jake now. Becca yeah. don't care. Then he was at the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since the Christmas party, things have really changed. Uh, is it Blake who, yeah, or Jake, I'm sorry, who gets cut and then says, ask anybody who knows me. I'm one of the most romantic fucking people there is. Yes, it is the gentleman who says that. Nice. He also does a very weak, uh, mind-blown move, that his Mm. mind is blown that this is happening, but it's extremely weak. Yeah. Garrett gets the first impression rose, and then, I mean, I don't have anything else. We hand out the other roses. Yeah, yep, that's all I've got. Lincoln, Blake, Ricky, Ricky. Jean Blanc, Mm -hmm. Criston, Clay, Wills, Connor, Jason, John. It's just a bunch. I I actually felt like there was a bunch of diversity. Um, There was a little bit more diversity than we usually see in The Bachelorette. But the names are like Alex, Nick, Trent, David. Yeah, there's a lot of boring names. Boring names and Jean Blanc, basically. And she dumped Joe. Yeah. You're dead to me, Becca. Right. The season. Yeah. Is dead to me. <laughs> Only 12 episodes to go. Joe, call me. <laughs> Next time we're in Chicago, we'll swing by his I know, grocery go store. Go by his grocery store. I bet it's great. I bet it is great. I bet the caters to all your needs. Yeah, because I don't remember what it was, but his original profile um, said that he, I think he was like a stock analyst. He did something like serious. So I bet he oh. made bank and then, and then like got out of that. Well, he he did uh, watermelon. He sold watermelons. That's what he said. Right. 
There was something else, though, okay. like stocks or... Right. I, don't know. <laughs> I invented Vimeo, then I sold watermelons. I'm sorry, what? He invented what? What is that? Uh, What's it called? Vimeo? What is that app called? No, that's it. Okay, great. You're yeah. so young. So young. Yeah, guys. Uh... I invented Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> But did this thing called uh, Humu. <laughs> All right. So uh, thoughts about what you'd like to see this season? Uh, well, they you, you were commenting they did a lot of spoilers in the like coming up. Unless, I mean, maybe some of these douchebags are saying I love you like two or three episodes in. It looked sure. like we got a lot of love yous. Yeah. Or they're like, I'm not going to say... I'm in love with you. And then just that was the part that we got in the promo. I mean, we know not to trust the promos at all. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe this season will pleasantly surprise me. I'm not impressed right now. I feel like low expectations is the way to go, though. Sure. With this season and life in yeah. general. Yeah. Um, Still waiting for that to pay off. <laughs> to be pleasantly surprised yep. from the low expectations. All right, well, uh, whatever your expectations are, gang, we'll see you here every week. Next week. Yeah, for more uh, boring show. One of the things that I noticed a lot when I was there that I'd seen over the last few years and I'm still continuing to see this year is this idea of guys going sockless in their suits. It's something that some guys would say is kind of peaked and crested, uh, and I would agree with that because even looking just a couple of years ago, going sockless with your suits was done in such a way that it was so bad that it really kind of ruined it but there is a way to do it right and have it still look kind of timeless and appropriate and i want to talk to you about that today because honestly when it comes down to going sockless like in your casual wear if you think about throwing on a pair of boat shoes with some shorts or a pair of chuck taylors with a pair of light jeans it's pretty hard to screw up the sockless look but when you're trying to do it with suiting, then a little bit more of a challenge is introduced. And so I wanna walk you guys through a couple of different things that are necessary in order to be able to make this happen right. So we can break it down into three different variables. The first one is that you have to have the right aesthetic going on with your suit. Most of that comes down to material and weave. Some of it may be things like pattern or even color, but the biggest thing is gonna be the uh, material of the suit. Number two is going to be what you're wearing as far as your shoes are concerned. And then number three is whether or not you actually have the right equipment because believe it or not, just sliding your feet into a pair of uh, dress shoes, even if they're designed in a way that they can look good sockless, it's not very comfortable, it's terrible for your shoes and so you wanna have a little bit of equipment with it as well. So let's break these three down and I'll walk you through them. Number one, with the suiting material, the big, 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 big thing you wanna pay attention to is the texture. The more texture there is, the more casual the cloth is, which means it's easier to wear it without socks because contrary to what you were seeing a couple years ago it is entirely inappropriate it's entirely bogusly trendy to wear a business suit with business shoes without socks it looks ridiculous and that's the aesthetic that most guys associate with the trend of going sockless however when you're wearing what would be considered a casual suit, something that has some texture to it, and it's made out of a summer weight material, linen, cotton, tropical weight wools, but specifically something that has some feel and some oomph, that texture to it, then all of a sudden you're communicating to the world that you're wearing a suit because you want to, not because you have to. And that means that you have a lot more leeway as far as how dressed down you want that look to be. 
Therefore, you can get away with doing it sockless. So the big thing to pay attention to is the texture. I've got two examples for you here. They're both very similar in color. There's no real difference in pattern. The big variation in here is texture. So if you take a look at this one on the left, this is your regular kind of worsted wool. You can see how smooth and fine this is. This is a no-go when it comes to wearing it without socks. Yeah, if you're a little bit advanced and you wanna do something like that with some good pattern, then you can get away with it. But if you're just starting out with this, stay away from something that looks like it should be a business suit. Over on the right though, we've got something that has, this is an open weave, it's a basket weave. And you can just see how palpable this texture is. You can almost feel it through the screen. And that is a huge indicator of the fact that this is, this is an ideal cloth to be worn without socks. All right, so number two, let's talk about shoes. Uh, there's a whole spectrum of shoes that will work with or without socks. Obviously something that's really casual that will work well with your casual clothes, boat shoes, sneakers, something like that, easy to do. When you get into your dressier shoes, uh, then you wanna play with this a little bit. Loafers, easy. Drivers, absolutely. Oxfords, not so much. Specifically when you get into things like cap toes or wingtips or these other variations that really are intended to be worn either traditionally in kind of adverse weather conditions or they become more associated with, uh, with business attire. These are things that you want to avoid. Now the exception to that, as far as formality goes, is double monks. Double monks, because they have such a versatile appearance, gives them a whole lot of leeway. They're something you can wear with jeans, they're something you can wear with a business suit, and yes, they're something you can wear without socks. And for number three, it comes down to having the right material. Now I've played around with a lot of different variations in the past. Um, I've tried putting baby powder in my shoes. It sucks, it's uncomfortable, and it doesn't last very long. My feet get sweaty and they stick to the insoles. Uh, I've played around with washable cotton insoles, and to some extent those work really well, but then my feet still kind of adhere to the top of the shoe, to the upper on it, on the inside or the tongue, and so that's not as comfortable either. So what I have found to be the best option are no-show socks. Now what I've got on today are a pair from Black Socks, and I'll make sure that there's a link for you guys to go check these out. What I love about these is not only are they really minimal, but they're really comfortable. And so they completely remove all the discomfort that can come with wearing something sockless, but they completely give off the effect of going sockless. The one caveat that I would give you is they can look a little bit effeminate if somebody catches you in just these. So if you're in an environment where you have to consistently take your shoes on and off, uh, you may be better off just going with the cotton insole route. But if you don't find yourself in that kind of environment, I, once I got converted to the no-show socks, I can't go back. So I rotate through these quite a bit, and these from Black Socks are really thin, they're hardly noticeable, but they do the job just great. So, make sure you have the right equipment, make sure you're wearing the right shoes, make sure that your suit is built the right way, and then just kill it. Go no socks. I hope you guys like the video. If you do, please leave me a thumbs up. That goes a lot to helping me build my channel and create more content like this for you guys, and I will see you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.